This episode of Ghosted in West Virginia is brought to you by Right Live. Weddings, private events, band and DJ bookings, live sound, and more. Contact Right Live for all your event needs. We are dedicated to providing entertainment, promotion, production for all of your special events. Contact them at writeliveevents.com, writeliveevents at gmail.com, or on Facebook at Right Live. Until then, enjoy Ghosted by Right Live. You're listening to Ghosted in West Virginia. Obsessors, oppressors, and possessors, it is I, your humble, handsome, and gloriously voiced host, Alec McCann, and with me as always, Julia and Oliver, who's asleep, thankfully, and Zoe. All right, so a couple of things before we get going, we're still doing the the SPCA Mm -hmm. fundraiser at GoFundMe, and you'll find the link down below. Um... So, today's episode is a compilation. I want to explain why we do the compilation episodes uh, of ghost stories. One, it is very hard to do... Well, this is the main reason. It's very hard to do a paranormal podcast and have one topic for one episode. We've been able to pull it off, but that is mainly because we've been able to do a whole bunch of research ahead of time. Yes. Um... However, we haven't been able to do that this time around. Our biggest research project that we have done so far was the uh, was last episode um, that we've done for March. I'm working on the uh, a couple of things uh, from books, and Julia just got a couple of more books. Um, we do have an episode coming up with Brandon that has research on castles and stuff, so that'll be a fun episode. And then we've also got a Bigfoot episode coming up that I need to keep doing research on. It's hard for me to do research on Bigfoot. Um, But, uh, so, just wanted to let you all know what's going on. So, these compilation stories are from Reddit. You and your Reddit. Well, I mean, it's (laughs) where you get the easiest, like, you know, you get the people. Yeah. All right. First, strangely heartwarming from you, Huey M. And uh, that's about five years ago. Not too bad. Mine is secondhand. My stepmom and my dad used to work opposite shifts there for a while. He was on nights and her on days. They had a set of baby monitors for when my sister and I were babies. My dad said they could record short messages with them and they would leave them out on the coffee table for the other to hear when they got home from their night shift. Or from their shift, not just night shift. Mm -hmm. They went on, this went on for a bit 
Uh, then once their shifts lined up, they put uh, the monitors away in storage. Now, she died of cancer at a really young age. My dad had just gotten back from the funeral and was home alone. He spent that night going through their things, packing some of her stuff away. He said he had one of the baby monitors sitting on the coffee table, and it woke him up in the middle of the night with an old message going off repeated uh, that she had recorded. It said, I love you, Mike. I love you, Mike, over and over. My dad told me he just sat on the couch in the dark and listened to her message until the batteries died. A couple of weeks later, he had picked us kids up for the weekend. After my sister and I went inside, he said that he was sitting on the couch smoking and a strong gust of wind blew and he could smell her perfume that she always wore. It scared me hearing those stories as a kid, but now I can see the beauty and peace in those experiences. Oh. Yeah, it's rather sweet. It is. Um, this next one, their account was deleted for some reason. Ooh. But this is also five years ago. Maybe they deleted their own account. Maybe. Uh, it says, okay, not me, but my family. My grandfather was a bad man. <laughs> Probably shouldn't say it like that. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, there's a nice little sound effect for our episode. Sorry about that, guys. Nice for your ears. Just be happy you have it, you know. Um, get, but yeah, considering what he's about to say about his grandfather, I probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, so he was a bad man. Uh, alcoholic, extremely violent, and tried to kill his grandmother in front of uh, his family, in front of their children. Oh my. Uh, on more than one occasion. One of his last horrible, or last Less horrible acts was abandoning my grandmother with her six kids, all under the age of 12. Some of his kids maintained minimal contact with him. He lived about 30 or 40 miles from my grandmother and the two kids who stayed in the area. When he was in his 80s, he was hospitalized and then passed away in the middle of the night. In the morning, his oldest child, one of my aunts, went to the morgue to identify the body and fill out paperwork. On her way, she stopped by my grandmother's to break the news, and when she came in, grandmother, my grandmother said, oh, it's a sad day. He just died past midnight. I imagine my grandmother had begun to show some signs of dementia and basic old age. Oh, no, what's happened? Oh, man. It's not an episode if I haven't <laughs> said that. Um... And so the weird comments weren't out of two, or weren't too out of character. And my aunt assumed that the hospital, uh, or that the hospital, and my aunt assumed that the hospital, one of her siblings, or okay, I don't know what happened there. The hospital or one of her siblings had already called to tell their mother the news. My aunt shook it off and drove to the morgue. When she saw the death certificate, she was shocked to see the time death listed as 12.10 a.m. On her way home, she stopped back at Grandma's and asked her who had called to tell her the news and asked why she said that she thought he died just past midnight. And my grandmother said, he came to see me about tw- at 12.30 and we talked for a spell. He wanted to apologize for all he'd done to me and you kids. I think he made his peace and was able to move on, so I'm glad for that. My grandmother resumed humming and doing a jigsaw puzzle. Mm-hmm. 
And then this is an update. My grandmother knew her ex-husband had died in the approximate time of his death because his ghost visited her in the middle of the night. When, when to bed, then awoke to an immense sense of, or set of comments and many relating similar experiences. I don't have time to reply to all of them, but thanks for the comments. Many are interesting. Hmm. There you go. So this next one is called Of Flowers and Music, uh, written by the True Lord Humongous. Humongous. Nice. Uh, about five years ago. Most of these are going to come five years. Maybe I don't have to say the names, uh, or the uh, years. Yeah. Uh, not creepy, but kind of cool. My mother split and transplanted a rose bush from my grandfather's farm about 40 years ago. It took, but never bloomed. At that point, she only kept it because it grew into a fence, or it grew, yeah, it grew into the fence nicely and kept us kids from climbing it. My grandfather died about five years after she plans, transplanted it. My goodness. And that spring, it bloomed red roses. A few years after that, my grandmother died, and the spring after, it bloomed white roses. These are the only two years it's ever bloomed. That's cool. It's like that year Prince died and it rained for a whole month. Yeah. It did, didn't it? It did. Uh, this one is called Feeling Pasilly. Pasilly? Pasilly. Underscore Pasilly. Sorry. Uh, growing up, my older brother had a computer program that he used to compose piano music on. I remember I was reading in the living room when I heard the most beautiful violin melody I have ever heard. I listened to the whole thing, which was several minutes long. I walked down the hallway to compliment my brother on his masterpiece when I realized my brother was not using the computer and I was home alone. Mm. Do, 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 do. Creepy. Uh... So this one is uh, online paranormal experiences. Here we go. Eat electricity. Hmm. That is the name. Interesting. And this is another one. Not me, but a friend of mine told me about a dream she had years ago about a decrepit old man who was being chased by wolves. In the dream, he kept referring to himself in the third person as old skin. <laughs> Gross. Old skin's gotta get away from the wolves. Eventually, the wolves caught up to him and started ripping him to pieces in front of her. And he kept narrating the events in a monotone voice. Old skin's being eaten. Alive. Old skin's gonna die. That would be creepy. Yeah. Uh, she woke up feeling creeped out, but the weirdest part came when she started describing the dream to her brother. He stopped mid-sentence and said, was, was his name Old Skin? I had that exact same dream. I don't know if that counts as paranormal, but that's pretty so creepy. Weird. No, I think that counts as paranormal. Yeah. If you and I were to have the same character show up in each other's dreams, right. I'd be like, okay, so who is this dude? We need to find out what yeah. it is. And what does he want? Yep. So this one is called Late to the Party by Madram Pager. Madram Pager. Madram Pager. Madram Pager! 
I used to be in the military, and the training bunk, camp bunk that we lived in was said to be haunted. Occasionally, our stuff would go missing, mi- missing, 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 and reappear in weird places, like under our bed or inside a bag that we zipped up and stuff. Weird. No big deal, right? I mean, human error and all. But then came the instance that freaked everyone out. It was one night after lights out, and my friend was on his phone texting his girlfriend. Now, most of us were drifting off to sleep and were lying on our beds, etc. Suddenly, he heard shuffling of feet from the corridor. So, thinking that it was our sergeant, he quickly hid his phone under his pillow, rode over on his side, and pretended to sleep. How scary does a, a drill sergeant have to be for you to act like a child? I learned that rule from the Indian cupboard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because oh, there, there was a scene where he wasn't supposed to be out of bed, but he was, so yeah. he quickly ran and then just looked in the other direction, you know, didn't face the door. I did that all the time. That movie really helped in my delinquency. That's terrible. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't let our children watch it. Oh, they do it already. I've caught them. Have you? Oh, yeah. Big time. Um. Okay, so, well, okay. Let me give you an instance, okay? So, um, three weeks ago, Jacob and Grayson were supposed to be sleeping. They had YouTube on, which, you know what we do, we do the rain sounds, and if you want to listen to, like, an old radio program, like, The Shadow or something, or, you know, just, you know, audio dramas that they have, that's fine, but no actual watching stuff for bedtime. Well, I go in there and Mr. Beast is on. <laughs> of course. And I also, because I could hear talking that wasn't, so I made big steps to see what they would do, you know. And I heard the beds creak real hard. And both of them were facing the wall, their eyes <laughs> shut. And nice. I said, what are y'all doing? And Jacob, not thinking, said nothing. <laughs> Nice. I said, why is this on? He said, we're sleeping. <laughs> I said, you are not. <laughs> I forgot to tell you about that. That was a fun night. It irritated crap out of me at the time. Right. Because you're supposed to, it's 11 o'clock, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. All right, so, um, anyway, till this day, what happens next chills me to the bone. While he, while I, uh, while he pretended to sleep, he heard someone right behind him at the other side of his bed going, don't worry, you can continue to pretend to sleep. Ew. I would dismiss this as a figment of his imagination, except about other, five other people also heard, including me. Creepier still, there was no one there. It was just the voice of a little girl that said it. For reference, our training camp was in the middle of an island and was set up away from the main admin block. The island has been closed by the government for army training purposes for the past 16 years, so there were definitely no civilians around, let alone kids. To make matters freakier, when we came back from our weekend home leave, there were a bunch of female hairs on his bed, neatly bundled up, long and jet black. Under his pillow was a note, Remember me? Now, as I said, we were in the middle of a forest and in the middle of an island. And at that point in time, there were no female recruits or personnel on the island. Our bunks were locked up 
for the weekend, and duty sergeants had no idea that the incident had happened. We never spoke about it after that night. It still chills me to the bone thinking about it. And yes, guys, I am from Singapore, and those of you guys who are from there would know until recently army camps in Singapore do not allow handphones with cameras so no pictures. Also, for those of you that say it may be a prank, yes it very well may have been. Oh, he's defending himself pretty good here. Uh if oh, first of all, I'm not editing anything. So go away so I can read. Uh it may very well have been, but if it were, it'd be one heck of a prank, and I was really fooled. Uh, the complexity of the prank would have been crazy, and I applaud anyone for being able to pull that off. That being said, many Singaporean guys will tell you that the camp, Kong, is a place where a lot of paranormal stuff happens. Most guys that have been through the camp have uh, either experienced something firsthand or know someone who has. Lastly, for those of you saying I fabricated the whole thing... My job is not to convince you. I'm simply relating what the heck happened to me and my army buddies. Believe what you will, but I know what happened to me. I'm willing to believe you, man. Yeah. It's creepy. It certainly was. This next one is from Armantez. Middle of the night. Sleeping. I hear a sound like someone is taking a paper clip from my desk and throwing it against the wall and bouncing it across the desk. I wake up to this noise, turn on the light right by my bed as I sit up. I look over and see nothing. Weird. (laughs) As I'm ready to lay back down, my 20-pound steel gumball machine falls from the shelf over my bed, directly onto my pillow, where my head was not 30 seconds earlier. What? Oh, where my head was. Yeah. Not 30 seconds earlier. Grammar. Commas would be helpful. But I'm too cool for commas. <laughs> I flip out and scramble out of my bed as I'm totally taken by surprise. As I stand up, I feel something under my feet. A paper. I put the murderous gumball machine on the floor, the paperclip back on my desk, crawl into the safety of my comforter. Nothing like that happened again. And why would it? I stared that room down. The shelf. Why would he think his bed is safe when a (laughs) whole gumball machine just fell on it? Because he's... He studied under Chuck Norris. Mm. That gumball machine knew better. Oh, did it? That's why it fell 30 seconds after he got up to make sure. Here's an edit, he said. The shelf was a bookcase headboard that was only a foot taller than my bed. It probably wouldn't have killed (laughs) me. Just would have damaged my face, I'm guessing. But I was also 10 years old, so, you know, there's a lack of forethought. Uh, the fact that I read it in that voice for a 10-year-old story. Right. He's not tough as nails. He was probably peeing in his pants. He said, oh my gosh, I was about to die. <laughs> All right. This next one is from Dog Glass. I like these names. This is fun. They're fun. <laughs> I, would, I might use one of their names for <laughs> the title. 
Uh, when I was about 16 years old, I encountered something that still bugs me to this day. I woke up around 6 a.m. on a normal weekday and went downstairs to get ready for school. No one else in the family had woken up at this point. I got in the shower, still sleeping, and could barely hold my eyes open. After a few minutes of showering, someone tried to get it. <laughs> get what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think she meant get in. Like, to the bathroom. <laughs> but... <laughs> I would hate to wake up to school and then all oh of a sudden God. someone's in my shower trying to have sex with me. I ain't ready for that. I gotta get ready for learning. <laughs> oh, oh, that's it. That's the title. No, no. I have to go to school. Oh, man. Um. Anyway, after a few minutes of showering, someone tried to get it. <laughs> and I told whoever it was that I was in the shower. The person, quote-unquote, then proceeded to aggressively open the door. I saw the door handle going up and down like crazy. He, she, whatever, they, them, knocked on the door harder and harder and then suddenly stopped. Didn't think that much about it. But when I got out of the shower, I realized that nobody was up yet. I proceeded with eating breakfast, and after a while, my dad came down the stairs, so I asked him if it was he who had wanted to use the bathroom earlier. Was it you what wanted to use the bathroom? <laughs> he said no, and that both my mom and younger brother were still asleep, so it could have not been them either. Could have not. It couldn't have been. Couldn't have been. Mr. Dog Glass. <laughs> and even if it had been any family member, they would not have tried to open the door so aggressively right? at 6 in the morning. I'd have to come out and fight somebody. I would too. This is my first post, so don't hate me. Scared sweet. <laughs> this one is... Ho, <laughs> ho, 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 ho. Kim Jong Funk. <laughs> Get it what you said. Oh, oh, she's a brick. When I was in elementary school, I shared a queen size bed with my older sister and our family dog, a mutt that looked like a short haired lassie. And we would sleep at the foot of the bed every night. When I, uh, well, the dog would. They would sleep like normal humans. <laughs> they slept at the foot, too. Uh, Yeah, they get down there. When I was about six years old, I woke up one night around midnight and saw a dark figure standing at the foot of my bed. The figure was entirely in black without any eyes or face. I tried to wake my sister up, but she rolled over and go back to sleep. My sister must have accidentally kicked the dog because the dog woke up, raised his head, started growling at the figure at the foot of the bed. The growling then woke up my sister up and she saw the figure and started screaming. When my parents came into the room and turned on the light, nothing was there. To this day, both me and my sister are adamant that we saw a ghost or other demon in our room. We know we aren't crazy because the dog saw it too. That's your measurement of not right? being crazy? The dog saw it? Well, that's... Okay, so I hear stuff at night a lot. And 
if Zoe doesn't pay attention to it, then I know I don't need to either. Really? Mm-hmm. But she pays attention like, to the mice that we get. No, but like when I thought someone knocked on our door, it didn't wake her up. So I was like, well, I must just be hearing things. Oh, uh, I gotcha. And I don't need to worry about it because if there was someone on the porch, she would be freaking out. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. So these next ones that I have actually didn't have, um, they didn't have names at the beginning. They had them at the end. So, we'll just read some, and then I'll say who did it. Okay. When I was three, my parents moved us into a neighborhood, as they do. The house was nice, but kind of old. The neighborhood was an old 50s track home area, so it had a pretty varied group of people living there. What's a track home? I don't know. Huh. I shall look it up. There we go. Fact checks 101. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, with my one hand. Oh. As soon as we moved in, my dad started noticing weird things with me. He would hear me giggling and laughing in my room whenever he went in and asked what was so funny. I would tell him the kids were being funny. Um, track housing is a type of housing development in which multiple similar houses are built on a tract of land that is subdivided into smaller lots. Oh, it's just So it's like a townhouse. It's just subdivisions. Yeah, but they're like of townhouses, sort of. Oh, like a Dan Ryan yeah. neighborhood. Okay. Um. Alright. He would also come in to wake me up and find me curled up in the closet. This happened over and over again, but my parents didn't think much of it because I was a pretty imaginative kid. If I woke my child up in a closet every morning. Right. I would stop thinking you're an imaginative child and think you're a weirdo. Are you Satan? Right. Like why, why are you, are you hiding sleeping in, a closet? in the closet? Is there something coming after you? Do you owe people money, son? <laughs> um. Is it Ryan's closet? <laughs> <laughs> this. The thing that wigged them out the most was that I flat out refused to walk out at the front door. I would scream and yell and cry until one of my parents carried me in and out of the house. No. No, thank no. you. All right. Scream and cry all you want. I'll drag you out. Exactly. I ain't carrying you out. I will pull you by your shirt. When you walked in the front door, the, to the right, there was a closet. And to the left, there was a low brick wall that separated the front door from the living room. I actually had a, a house similar to that. Yeah. It was about four feet high and it was about three feet long. And just a room divider, but I never touched it or wanted to be near it. Hold on. I'm not there yet. Okay. After we had lived there for a few months, my dad started making renovations to the house. Among them was demolishing the wall. My parents dropped my brother and I off with my grandparents the day they were going to do it so that we wouldn't be underfoot. We didn't end up going home for a week. When my dad knocked the wall down, he called the police. What? Hmm. Oh, inside the brick wall were bones that turned out to be from children. Oh. The cops never did figure out who put them there. Oh, what a terrible story. Uh, the house has been owned by a lot of people, many of them who rented it out. So it's just one of the many weird things that happened in my town that was never figured out. That's not, that's not okay. No. That's a bunch of children that were put in a wall. It's not okay to not figure that out. Your town sounds like it sucks. A scary town. 
That was by Abnormally Shay Dragon. Mm. Okay. Well, Abnormally Shay Dragon, you, your town sucks. I was walking through the presser hall of Holland's University alone. My wife was on campus meeting with some of her friends who went there with her. <laughs> it was in late May and classes were all over and there were few people around. I heard this, that this hall was pretty haunted and I wanted to see it. I went through the entire place, both stories and both, and didn't see anyone around. On my way out, I decided to try an EVP with my phone recorder. I asked if anyone had something to say. Right before the exit was a woman's bathroom. The door was propped open with a door stop, so I went in. Turned around and left. On my way out, I felt wind on my back and realized that I had taken a fart. A so, fart? A fart. <laughs> no, actually, he realized that the door had closed and uh. something had followed him out. Yeah. But it didn't quite shut all the way. I didn't hear the door stop scuff at all. And it was still in place. But after I, that, I was too weirded out to stick around. That is from Ultra Loth. Some of these names are interesting. Well, it's usernames. Yeah, but they're... Because I always have such a hard time thinking of a, a username. Yeah. So I just use my name. <laughs> but, like, it, it's interesting the things people come up with. Uh, in one of the games that I'm playing online, I'm Bat in the Hood. Nice. Yeah. Because I'm a Batman fan, but also a Red Hood fan. You don't know who Red Hood is, but, you know, just pretend like you do for a second. <laughs> All right, so this is another short one. In fact, uh, this is our last one. This is our sh one of our shortest episodes. Oh, it's only 30 minutes. How about that? Well, you have scratches on your forehead. I do? Where? Two of them. Well, that's weird. Maybe my spider got it. Oh, I got a spider, guys. Yay. Pink it's toes. Pink toes or Agatha. I named her Ungoliant because I'm a giant Lord of the Rings fan. And that's weird. There's If you look, there looks like there's three. Did these just show up? Yeah. Because you've been looking at me all day. Oh, man. <laughs> You're possessed. Well, put it up on Instagram and say, what do you think of this? Because that showed up during the show, didn't Alakazam it? Alakazam is being attacked. I was... All right, so here we go. This is a good one, I think. I was at a red light, and up ahead, I saw some sort of ghost dog across the street and disappear. It was slightly transparent and moved effortlessly, like a gliding, almost. I discovered via the internet... It is frequently observed and known as a hellhound. I went back there approximately an hour later to look for it, and as I stopped under the street, it flickered off. And I crap you not. <laughs> That's what he says. That led me to believe that there are times when we are in some sort of heightened state where we can peer into other realms. 
That is from Griffin underscore 844. So, of course, he believes that. Right. That is creepy, though. I've been reading stuff about hellhounds, and they're very intriguing. Oh, yeah? Give me, give me, is it an episode-worthy thing? Possibly. Well, give me, give us a little flavor of it. You also haven't been doing your Appalachians. Aww. (laughs) (laughs) Way to call me out. Well, I was saying, give us a little hellhound flavor. Just a little flavor, man. Okay, so I'll tell you the one I saw on TikTok. Okay. Um, so a woman's mother was dying. And, like, right at the moment that she passed, she heard, like, a whole group of really large, angry-sounding dogs barking. And no one had dogs. And I think that her mom may have been in, like, a hospice or, like, a nursing home. So there wouldn't have been any dogs around. Right. And she said that she thought it was hellhounds coming for her mom. Now, why would she think hellhounds are coming for her mother? Maybe her mom wasn't very nice. That's that's horrible. (laughs) Well, there's a bunch of dogs. Well, clearly it's the demon dogs coming to drag my... Why are they coming for me? Well, Mom, you weren't very good. Well, Sorry, but you weren't very good. Yeah, it happens. All right, so that's a little flavor. You give us a little bit more when we uh, do our episode, but that sounds intriguing. I right. like a hellhound. If you can find the origins of it, Ooh. I imagine it probably has something to do with Greece. If I'm going to be honest, it's probably a caribou thing, which probably. is the three-headed dog. I'll see what I can find. Yeah. Wait. Caribou is Latin. What was his name in Greek? I don't know. Me either. Huh. If you guys know, let us know. Well, that is it for the episode. Uh, Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Uh, Not sure what we're going to name it, but I I got a sneaking suspicion. I have learning to do. I have learning to do is going (laughs) to win. All right. That being said, uh, look for our Patreon. Look for... uh, if you have personal art that you want done, uh, there are a couple of people that we would like to mention. One is, what's the dude's name? His name is Brian... Serber. Serber? Yes. Brian Serber. Uh, he's a local artist around here that does really beautiful uh, artwork. We're going to post some of his stuff. Uh, just two pictures that we bought on uh, Instagram. And then the guy that did our logo, Newt, he has a comic book that uh, is a horror comic book, and it's got a whole bunch of new lore, uh, a new kind of myth uh, for you to study uh, in his comics, uh, he and his friend Richie Jones. So check them out at uh, Big Cartel, uh, The Myths Comics. And uh, he also does commission work, so if you want something you know, a portrait of something done or, you know, not portrait, but like, you know, if you want artwork done, he's a good person to do it too. He's, he's, uh, nice and, uh, reasonable. That being said, enjoy the rest of your day, evening. And when you go to sleep, remember they're under your bed trying to get your feet. So curl them up. Good night. Night.